Hello, lovely listener. It's Celia, host of Love Waits for You. If you are listening to this episode on its air date of Wednesday, December 27th, I hope you had a happy holiday, Hanukkah, whatever it is you celebrate, and um, I hope you're ready to jump back into reality. If you're not already, I feel like it was like really quick this year with Christmas being on a Monday. You know, we went to First Watch today, my family and I, and there wasn't a wait, and I was like, wonder why? Well, it's not a weekend, and everybody's just back to work. So, update on everything I spoke about last week. I did end up getting uh, chosen as a speaker, so I will be sharing my lead with love. Um, TED Talk on a TEDx stage, January 29th. It's heavy. There are times, like, I rehearse it and I cry, but you know, during the audition, there was only one part I got choked up and I didn't cry. I just kind of got choked up and was able to continue. But the thing I do before I share stuff like that, that I'm, you know, technically some parts I'm still healing through is that I think, you know, this isn't about my healing today. This is about helping other people. And I'm able to, you know, basically just be really strong for my audience. Usually my audience has been, you know, at the most like 30 people, for my workshops that I've been doing, but that's been good practice. Uh, I do know there's been times I've been emotional there. There's been times I've not been emotional. There's just, there's really no right or wrong way to do this thing. And that's what I have to keep telling myself. So I don't, you know, get upset with myself or feel like I've failed in any kind of way because just the simple fact that I'm doing it is good. So holidays last year, I think I spoke with you guys and I was sharing how sometimes we as moms or we as, you know, any wives or just us as children of our parents or whatever, we're sucked into these traditions that we didn't choose and they can just be very, very, very draining. And, um, you know, this, there were some things that I'm eliminating. There's some things I'm adding, but I just feel like every year we can take a little, add a little, we can craft it into being exactly how we want. Um, Maybe if you were born into this like perfect tradition of a mom who already did all these things and you're still single, like you don't have to worry about this. Or maybe you're married and if one of the family members, either your mother-in-law or your mom has that, you know, you don't have to think about the holidays. You just kind of like do what everybody's doing. But um, in our situation, you know, Dane's um, father passed away right before Christmas last year. So we ended up hosting the, the we normally celebrate Christmas on the day after Christmas. So his brother and um, sister-in-law can be there. They drive in. It's just what we've always done. Um, and then on Christmas Eve, we have, uh, we went to the, nursing home and dropped off presents. On Christmas Day, we had our parents here. Not every year is we're going to have our parents here. It's just, it's been a, um, last year we didn't have my parents here. And of course, I love having them here. My children do, but just like humans, more humans all in one house. Um, it just, you know, it gets, it gets overwhelming, you know, and I, I just have to take a lot of, (laughs) a lot of breaks and, you know, that's okay. But I think the biggest thing for my mental health the past few days has been, um, you know, Saturday, like today is 
what is today, Tuesday. So Saturday, I got, my parents got here on Friday and I adhered to my diet pretty much. Um, then Saturday, I did not, but um, I went to yoga. I was like, hey, Dane, do you care if I um, go work out for my mental health? And he's like, sure. <laughs> so I did a yoga class. Sunday did not work out and I also ate like crap. Monday did not work out. Also ate like crap. Today, I went and worked out and I was like, I'm going to try to, I made a post and I was like, I'm going to try to like not eat sweets till tonight, which is the night, you know, the day after Christmas, the 26th, where we host Christmas to Dane's side of the family. And of course, my family will be here too. Well, as soon as I got back from my workout, we went to first watch. I was good. And then um, went to the park. And then when we got home, I had five double stuffed Oreos. And um, what else did I have? I had one of these like little 80 calorie chocolate mint things. And then I had a little handful of these dots. I'm just telling you, like this, I don't like it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like all this junk being in my house. Like I do so much better whenever it's not here. But when it's here, it's like, I just have to have it. And I've talking, I've talked to a lot of people about the deal with sugar. And when it's around, we eat it and then we can get used to not eating it. But it just makes me feel like, like not as good. Like my energy levels aren't where they need to be, but it's just, I've got tonight and I've got one more Christmas dinner tomorrow and I'm going to get through this. Um, and then, you know, maybe next year, whenever it's I don't know what it is about Christmas because we went to Costco and we didn't have, we'd been so good with like sweets and stuff. We didn't have anything. I'm the one that bought, I can't blame it on my parents. I can't blame it on my husband. I'm the one that bought these like little, uh, s'more type cookie things that got me going. And I'm the one that bought the thing that I ate today. That was like a chocolate mint type thing. Now my husband put a bunch of stuff in our stockings that was candy related, like the dots and these junior mint stuff. So he does get that blame, but it's just a, I wouldn't even call it a love hate with sugar, like, because 90% of the time I don't have it in my life, but whenever it's here, I'm just, I'm all about it. And, um, I guess mental health and growth wise is just giving myself grace over this and again, it's not me shaming my body. And yes, I've gained a few pounds over the past, you know, almost week of not eating well. But it's it's more about like my energy level. And like yesterday, like wanting to be like lay around and take taking a nap during the day and going to bed super early and then just needing to retreat and like be by myself when my family's here. That's just, you know, it looks like somebody that's depressed and... I don't want to be depressed and I don't want sugar to cause me to feel like, Hey, I need to be back on medicine. Um, but yeah, I'm just very aware of my body and my energy levels and things like that. And so if you're listening to this and you've also overdone it, um, there's nothing stopping us from our, after our last little Christmas obligation, you know, jumping back on the saddle and getting back into our healthy eating and healthy workout. And then, um, but also taking note from next year, like what feels good, what doesn't like, maybe we don't need so many days of a special meal, um, over Christmas. Maybe, you know, we don't, we shouldn't have to feel obligated to when family's in town to just 
lay around and veg out. Maybe we can, next time my parents are here, me plan activities for us to like leave the house and like, hey, we're going somewhere like today. (laughs) I didn't share this on social media because I don't want to, I'm being more mindful of, I don't ever want people to feel like, um, bad. So I, but the truth is the, I said, you know, we got out of the house today to have breakfast and then to go to the park. The reason why we got out of the house today was because our cleaning lady came. So, and the only way she can do a good job is if we all get out of her way. But today was already off to a great start because we got out of the house. We got up, we got moving, we got out of the house. So I can take that into next year. If my parents come to, we're going to go places. We're going to go to the science center. We're going to go on adventures. We're not going to stay around and lay around all day because I am mentally challenged. I'm just kidding. I'm mentally challenged. I like, I can't, I am not depressed, but I am predisposed to towards depression. So therefore I've got to, if I'm going to be unmedicated and not go, what would be a much easier route for me personally, like I can do this, but it would just be a little easier than I need to just get more movement in like every day, every day, at least go for a walk, at least go somewhere, get out of the house. Oh, and I think I'm also, I've grown to be more of an introvert. I think I used to be like a, they have introverts, extroverts, omniverts, and ambiverts. And like an omnivert is somebody that can go from one extreme to the other based on who they're with. And so I am like, if I'm a people pleaser, and I'm with people that are a little bit, like, uncomfortable, I can get completely out of my shell, be completely extroverted to, like, try to make them feel comfortable. This is, like, the old me. And then the, you know, if I'm with people that are, like, super comfortable, super secure, and I'm feeling a little insecure, then I'll be more introverted. So, like, extremes. I'll go extreme extrovert to extreme introvert based off of who I'm with. That'd be an omnivert. An ambivert is somebody, and these are like the best leaders. They can turn it on when they need to. They turn off like, you know, whenever you have a client, sales call, whatever, you are extroverted. And then, you know, whenever you're just like your natural state, you don't like swing from one side of the spectrum to the other. And that's what I'm kind of turning into. Like basically, I'm a freaking introvert. Like, I, I don't care who it is, they're going to, I'm going to get drained if I'm around other humans for too long, but I have the ability, like with work or, you know, doing a pageant or something like that, when I have a, a set amount of time to be around other people, I can be extroverted for a period, but I'm going to crash at the end and that, that, cause I'm just naturally probably an introvert and then an introvert would be someone, and I think my husband's that too, we're both naturally introverted, but I used to think that I was probably an extrovert, because what I would say whenever I got around people is that it fueled me, because people helped me heal so much, I didn't feel seen, and I'd be with people, and I felt seen, I didn't feel heard, and I'd be with people who would, like, listen to me talk, and, like, you know, that's what friendship is, you also have to listen to them talk too, but, like, you get a need met of talking, but I like being with them. But now that I'm getting my needs met and, you know, like other ways, like outside of friendship, I get to kind of just like be who I really am, which is introverted. <laughs> and so I'm not as social anymore, but 
I'm more at peace this way. So this is the way I was supposed to be. You know, my most, um, when I was the most unhappy, I was, would have been labeled an extrovert when I was like partying, when I was always around people, cause I couldn't be alone. When I got alone, I felt the void. I felt the emptiness. I felt the unhealed trauma and it made me want to run and do anything but be by myself. Like I would, something about being in your car to this day is more soothing sometimes than like getting inside your house. Like when you're really alone, something about still being in your car outside your house is more comforting than like get, cause I'm still, I'm still healing stuff. You know, the other night my dad and I talked and I talked to him about my talk that's coming up. And I said, I wanted you to know, cause there's, you know, a part in it where I talk about something I'm still dealing with, you know, that I don't remember him moving away when my parents first separated and divorced, but like subconsciously I know I do. And, you know, like it doesn't matter. Like if somebody was adopted, they may not remember being taken out of their mom's hand and then given to their new home. But like our subconscious does, like the body keeps a score, like the body like knows trauma and trauma is subjective And so we had a really great moment. And then before my parents even came in town, I had a therapy session and I had a good moment there. But it's just, you know, the very, I had a really good 24 hours. Like I was, I told my husband, I was like, man, I lasted longer than I've ever lasted. Cause normally I'll go to bed like way earlier and my husband will hang out with my parents. Cause like I just, I can't, I can only have so much of like, um, I don't know, like, it's not their fault, it's not anybody's fault, but I just have to, like, get back to myself, I talked to my stepmom about this, and she, like, totally gets it, like, whenever you go to therapy, or whenever I had that deep discussion with my parents, and these discussions involve me crying, and involve me, um, emotions coming up, and it's therapeutic, it's healing, it's helpful, it's constructive, it's productive, but at the same time, it digs stuff up, And then you've got to, like, integrate it. You've got to process it. You've got to, like, you know, you want to deal with it. You want to feel it. You want to face it. But it's still, like, the next day it was, like, ugh, like, like, I didn't feel like I released all of it. And I don't know the magic pill or the magic cure to, like, hey, when that trauma comes up, like, how do I make it just, like, snap my fingers and be gone? I don't know how to do brain spotting on myself. (laughs) I don't know how to, I know there's been times where I was feeling like that and I'd record a podcast and then it would just like, then it would leave, you know, just getting it all out, finding somebody to just like talk through it with, process my trauma with. But like, I don't want to do that anymore, I guess. I think I've gotten to a point where I don't have to do that anymore. Like if that saved my life, if that saved my soul, like I, I have no regrets about it. And that's why I don't make those um, podcasts private anymore. There was a time where I felt uncomfortable that they were like available to people that could go back and like want to pick me apart and judge me because, you know, that's what toxic competitors and pageantry do. Like they want to see like your flaws and like where you're weak. And I know this because I've been a toxic competitor, like where you are comparing yourself to another person instead of going in and trying to just be better than you were last time. So I know what what women who aren't as involved and aren't as healed as I am do. And I can see through it and I can 
like have compassion for them because I think, oh gosh, you know, like when they don't win or if and when they don't win, like it's going to be painful because I've been in that position where it's only going to be good if I win. It Top 15 isn't going to be enough. Nothing's going to be enough except for winning. Someone saying you're worthy, it's you because um, you don't feel that yourself yet. So anyway, this episode turned into a few different topics. I'm writing my summaries again because Sam, who is my like executive assistant for the nonprofit, we've got a lot of um, events coming up with this TED Talk. And so I have like a budget that I can spend every month, um, you know, to pay her and to employ her. And um, we've got so many other things coming up that I'm just... I'm just, I think I might already told you this in one of another episodes. I'm writing my own summary. So hopefully you don't mind. They're going to be super short and sweet. But um, I think I've got a group of people that are just here and aren't even looking at my summaries before they listen. So you won't even care. But anyway, I hope you guys get it through. If you're still holiday partying, like get through just another one or two events, whatever's left. Oh my God. And then some of you guys have New Year's Eve plans, which are you know, going out, drinking, whatever, like no judgment to you guys whatsoever. I'm just so happy that I'll be detoxing from sugar, um, and like unhealthy foods. Uh, not today, um, not tomorrow, but the 28th it's on. <laughs> Anyways, love you guys. Thanks for listening. And I will catch up with you next week.